G'day and welcome to Oceanic Gaming Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Captain Perth, and alongside me is my uh, my brother in arms, old uh, old Grizzly Gaming eighty six. Mate, welcome. How are you? How you been? Oh, good, Cap. Well, actually, I was just saying this before stream. I reckon I've got COVID or a cold, one of the two. Dude, I, like I still it. we we I can't go and get a rat test. You got one? Surely, surely yeah, you do a rat gonna, test live on the podcast. <laughs> we got a couple in the house. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do one in the post show. How's that? I'll do one All in the right. post show. There's a good yeah. reason for people to stick around. We'll do a post show Grizz uh, COVID <laughs> test. Uh, so I mean, I, don't, I mean, patrons are definitely getting their money's worth there. Not that patrons only have exclusive access, but still. <laughs> yeah, but um, what Grizzo, you, what's, how, are you, how are you going, Cap? Are you good? Yeah, what's happening? Nah, been fucking excellent, mate. Um, what is there to report? Well, I caught up with you. Um, we caught up with a mate from uh, from Queensland over the weekend who was uh, visiting Perth, and obviously caught up with <clears throat> with you on the weekend, which was fucking excellent. Um, had a smash burger and drank probably <sighs> a million beers. It was excellent. Those, those burgers, mate. My God. <laughs> They're the best in Perth. If if you are a Perth listener um, mm. and you're looking for some of the best burgers in Perth, the, the Dutch Trading Co. Smash Burgers are incredibly... Non-sponsored. Non, uh, literally non-stop. I'm happy to fucking tell the world about these burgers because they're excellent. You know, they do just the right amount of crisp, like, you know, the classic smash, you know, obviously yeah. they get the patty and they smash it against the um, the hot plate and you get that little bit of crispiness around the edge because they've smashed it quite thin and, oh, man, just the burger's just out of control. Very, very, obviously a very good blend of mints. Grizz. Very I know simple as well. No salad, I don't believe, Cap. There's a couple little of pickles. Of, I think it's a bit of iceberg, maybe. Or maybe a little I'm, bit of iceberg. Very yeah. simplistic. Just for a little bit of crunch, oh. you know? Give you that little bit of crunchiness. Mm. Um, but other than the pickles, fuck. So good. So Very fucking good. good. But yeah. um, what did, did you get up to anything else on the weekend, Grisbo? What did I do, mate? Um, I do want to comment on the quality of the stout that I also drank at the same venue, oh, Cap. Yeah, that was really good. So yeah. who was that? That was... Um, Oh God! Uh, what was their name? Five year brewing anniversary. Oh yeah, uh, I can't remember. The anyway, fucking... but guys, yeah, if you if you bought one of these types of beers, you'd go into a drawer to to win a little you know a little giveaway as well, which was cool. But and this guess what we won. Like... Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Friendship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Friendship was the winner all, after all. <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, honestly, apart from seeing you on Saturday night, I, I did a bunch of housework. Um, and that was pretty much it, man. Just relax. Yeah. I actually Just did a shitload of, of housework as well. I actually fully cleaned out my 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 study games room. Um, pulled everything out. I've did got you? A, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> gave it a full tidy. Chucked a shitload of stuff out. Um, mm. Basically, just getting in preparation for my new desk. I bought a, a sit stand desk for my little backy wacky. Um, you know, so oh, is, it really... is it in? Is it in yet, Cat? No, it... dude. Okay, this is a fucking another issue I've been having recently. <laughs> okay, so apparently I'm I'm getting my my desk sent to me via TNT Express, and let me tell you right now, there's there's no fucking Express about it, mate. It's fucking taking forever. Um, it's stuck in the in the in the Perth Welshpool fucking airport um, security parcel hanger. And it just won't move. And they they taunt me with these updates every day. I get about two of them every day saying, oh, we're processing your package. And it's just like, 
well, what are you doing with it? You, you, know, you just have you just have you just like seen it out of, out of your peripheral and be like, yeah, it's still in here. <laughs> just let him know we still fucking got your package. You're not getting it yet, though, you bastard. I don't know. Is it to do with this whole COVID thing, Cap, and fucking? I, would, yeah, I, I assume so. I did. I did ring up and and um, you know got my Karen on. Uh, not really. I was fine. Yeah. Um, but they were saying, look, it's just been really hard because uh, you know staff shortages, yada yada yada, which is fair. Look, um, I think um, WA's uh just kind of getting through that initial covid um takeoff i guess so still trying to learn how to live with it over here so um but yeah well, an- okay. another another thing to bait the viewers with here cap bait the listeners is i have finally finally mate i've since finishing Elden ring i've been so remorseful just because i've been in, in a deep depressive state because there's yep. nothing that can compare to it trying um, to find a replacement game well over the weekend mate i found something that i've just already sunk probably i reckon maybe eight or nine hours into and enjoying a lot so i'm looking forward to having a yarn to you about that mate absolutely and I've, I've been doing something similar something that we'll discuss a little bit later on um but yeah it has been nice playing a video game and not just comparing every ounce of it to Elden Ring. Um, so that's been good. But um, I guess with that, Grizzly, let's fucking yes. let's fucking jump straight in, baby. Um, so first cab off the rank, my friend, uh, Xbox announces an E3-sized Xbox and Bethesda Games showcase. What do you reckon? You little beauty. Well, Cap, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We said sayonara to E3, which sounded like uh, basically shitting the bed, although they didn't officially say yeah. it's not going to be happening yeah. anymore. They, it's not looking good, though. It's not, not looking, looking good, good for them. They've, they've missed a couple already over the last couple of years, and um, I don't think they get... Well, they're clearly not getting the same kind of response they've gotten in years past, and on top of that, they're not getting the same kind of um, mm. support from developers that obviously they're going to need because E3's uh, essentially a fucking games industry showcase if the, if they're not coming there to showcase their games then fucking bad news for now, you son <laughs> now cap correct me if i'm wrong but i believe this is scheduled for when e3 usually is is that correct which is um, in June? around about the same time so uh in australian time because this is a podcast uh set in australia uh okay uh so the 13th of june which is 1 a.m on a monday for perth time 2.30. So I'm guessing it'll be the 12th of June for most of the other world, um, other side of the world, or other hemispheres, etc. Um, so, yeah, looks interesting. I think, um, have you got anything that you kind of expect to see at this, Chris? Heaps. Loads, mate. Right. And there's one There's one that, uh, obviously, the next um, story trails into that, so I might sail, save that till the end, and I'm sure you've got that on your list as well. Yeah. Um, but it, real quickly, so they have basically said that this will include everything about um, everything. the Xbox ecosystem, including Game Pass releases, PC and Xbox releases is what uh, was was snippeted in that article. Right, I so. miss. Oh, I missed that. So that's actually quite interesting that they're going to be because I I don't know what I kind of thought. I just kind of thought maybe they had some games to release finally, or finally <laughs> had some kind of like yeah. I know it sounds so fucking dumb, but like you know what it's like. You compare Xbox mm. to PlayStation with their 
um, you know, their first party IPs and it's just like night and day. Um, you know, you, you see PlayStation, everyone's in the pool party fucking, you know, having drinks and, and throwing water around and then you oh, look at Xbox shit. and it's a fucking desert. Um, so, dude, I have not even thought about the first party RPs. I've just got everything that I think coming to Xbox and, and uh, Microsoft Game Pass and things and kind of gone, which ones haven't we heard anything from for yeah. a while? Which yeah. ones might we see? So, dude, do you know what I want to see? What's that? Fable. Oh, yes. Yeah. I so that has been Fable. teased, hasn't it? That has been Yeah, teased. they've teased um, the next iteration, but I haven't done any gameplay or anything like that. I would think... I, I just feel like Xbox just needs to have a really big showing at this this thing, right? So I'm gonna fucking here's here's the fucking here's the rundown of what they're gonna do, right? They're gonna fucking they're gonna walk in, they're gonna do everything, they're gonna show all their new games. There's gonna be a bunch of new IPs coming out. They're gonna show some Fable, probably. Um, you know, we'll talk about Starfield in a little bit, but show a little bit of Starfield. <laughs> Maybe they show a new Doom or something or like like that. Um, you know, they just get all these fucking IPs coming out, and at the very end. They mm-hmm. show a little video teaser for the next Elder Scrolls game. I will, I, I'm with you. And it's going to be the exact same one they showed us last time. Yeah. No, it, it, instead of it, it's, it's that same one where they fly over the over the environment that goes for about two seconds longer. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll just be a bit fragmented. That'll be it. Because <laughs> yeah, actually, you're doing fantasy games. I think you're right with the dragon. I think that, that, that'll be the crux of it. You see a dragon fly past and, and that's it. Done. Well, what's interesting, right, is so the next Elder Scrolls game's been rumoured to be set in Redguard, which is like mm-hmm. one of the the areas. So it's more kind of desert stuff. So that'll be interesting. But I'll tell you another game that I really think might fucking maybe just happen, Grizz, and I'm fucking... I'm going out on a limb here. You wait till you hear the one that I've got in my back pocket, Cap. You're right. going to fucking... You're gonna, no, you go first and right. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you mine. Yep. Go, give, Fallout give Vegas, New Vegas 2. What? Re- oh, number two, you think? Number two. Yeah. And okay. remakes of Morrowind and New Vegas 1. Dude, surely Bethesda, they're trying to fucking make Starfield mad. They got time to do all this stuff or what? Like, um, Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I barely have time to fucking do my dishes, let alone develop a game, so they'd be fucked. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. I mean, I think, I think, um, like, everyone's fucking remastering and remaking things at the moment, Grizz. Everyone's fucking yeah, doing it, true. and it's big money, it's right? Surely, yep. Bethesda goes, what have we got? Have we got any games in the back catalogue that, you know, we might be able to remake? What, what do you reckon, um, Todd? Mm. You, you got anything that you think might be worthwhile and todd's gone oh we could remake skyrim and everyone's going todd get the fuck out of here you know that meme where they kick the guy out the fucking window that's that exact conversation i think they remake more fucking remade skyrim through all the modding you can get that thing looking freaking (laughs) real crispy well that's an interesting thing if they remade something like morrowind do you think they'd support it with mods i suppose they'd have to right because the modding community would shit the bed if they didn't but isn't that the Bethesda way, though? They just release these games that run like shit out of the box and then they rely on people to mod them to have them run good? Well, yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> it takes like 10 years for them to actually produce some any any kind of patch of substance that does anything. Um, mm. But, yeah, I don't know. I could, I could definitely see um, some Bethesda remakes coming out. Maybe yeah. we see like a... Um, okay, they've just released it- all the, um, uh, the classic Bethesda games on Steam. Cap, what about the early Fallout games, the ones that were top down? 
Well, that's an interesting one, Chris, because Bethesda didn't make those, right? That was made. Did they not? No, they didn't. Um, they were made by, now the name's not coming to me, and I'm sure someone in the chat will will tell me the name. Obsidian, I think Obsidian did the original okay. ones. Um, so what happened essentially was um, Obsidian did one and two, and then Bethesda mm. bought the IP, churned out number three, then they got Obsidian back on for New Vegas, um, I think. Maybe I'm just talking absolute shit. I'm pretty sure I'm not though. <laughs> and then um, they just kept they they made um, uh, what do you call it? Um, fucking uh, Fallout Four, which was a absolute steaming pile of shit in my opinion, boring as fuck. Um, and then um, on top of that, uh, then Obsidian created that other Fallout inspired um, thing called something. It was set in space. Remember that one? Do you remember that one coming out? Mass Effect. No, not even close. Um, Obsidian Games. Obsidian Games. Um, They created... uh, No, I think maybe I'm... You think you're Prey? No, not Prey. Prey was... Well, Prey's another weird kettle of fish because I think someone owns Prey. Oh, The Outer Worlds is what I'm thinking of. Outer Worlds, yeah. Yeah, The Outer Worlds. Oh, yeah, dude, that was huge when that came out. Um, All right, Cap. Dude, what about Lord of the Rings Gollum? That was fuck. You know how long ago that was announced? We saw some gameplay and it looked really. Is cool. that who's that by? I don't know, but I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see it. All right. Lord of it, the man. Rings. Go- I'm telling you right now. I'm pretty sure that's not a Microsoft property or anything. <laughs> okay. uh, that's by Daedalic Entertainment. Uh, GmbH. Uh, yeah, dude, who? That was announced for 2021, mate. Like, uh, come on. They need to bloody sort that out. Yeah, mate. That's that's um that's not going to be at this thing, mate. That's their parent organization is someone called Narcon or Bastai Lube, spelled L-U with funny weird things over the top of the U B B E, like lube. So, yeah. Now, one that we uh, definitely will be seeing though, Cap, if it's not released by then, is Hellblade Two, my good friend. Well, who who is Xbox Game Studios? So when do, I don't think we have is Hellblade. Hellblade is Xbox Game Studios. It is, yes. Fuck, dude. Okay. Well, I'd expect. I mean, hey, the this I haven't even played Hellblade One, but Hellblade Two, the the teaser that they showed off last year or whenever it was, um, mm. for that game looked nuts. Have you have you gone back and watched that since we last spoke no. about it, Grizz? You no, fucking idiot, mate. mate. Come on, I, 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 I give no, you the we'll best that you can do with your time. You don't listen to me at all. It's ridiculous. Well, I've got when I'm taking my COVID test in the post show, I will watch the Hellblade Two trailer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll hold you to it. Um, yeah, well, um, look, I mean, uh, Hellblade Two looks unbelievable. Like. Um, really sort of blurring the lines between cinematic and in-game stuff. Uh, it just, it looks nuts. But yeah, I, I, I mean, there's so many potential options that we might see at this conference. Um, I do really think that they'll have to show a little bit of Elder Scrolls. I just think that like, what the fuck is going on with that IP, dude? It's taking them so long to push anything to, out. Um, I agree with you. I think they would have to, surely. God, it's, it's been ridiculously long. I think it was probably almost two years ago we got the last little kind of um, teaser of the Elder Scrolls 6. Is it 6 that we're up to? I think it's 6. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I would think that we see something, something, um, maybe uh, probably remakes. Um, 
it, do you know what? Another thing about this, Grizz, is, is obviously Xbox and, and Bethesda are doing their own little E3 thing now that mm. E3's kind of shit the bed. Makes me wonder maybe we see, because uh, BlizzCon was cancelled this year, I believe. BlizzCon. I'm just going to double check that because this has just sort of come to my head as we've been speaking. Um, I think BlizzCon was either, oh, maybe it was completely pulled or something. Yeah, I, th- I think BlizzCon's not happening this this year anyway. So okay. um, right. maybe 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 Bethesda, I'm uh, sorry, not Bethesda, Blizz, uh, maybe probably not at this thing. I, I'm sure they would have announced it if they were going to be. Um, yeah, well, maybe in said, the future. Um, yeah, they've made it clear Microsoft plus Bethesda. But yeah, maybe in the future it is it is Microsoft, Bethesda and um, Blizzard. Which yeah. is pretty cool. Hey, oh, Kate, hang on. We no, they're doing a global event. Sorry. Can I just can I just really quickly interject there? Absolutely. They're doing Absolutely, a global man. event. Fuck knows what that means. But I would imagine in because last year it was cancelled. This year, obviously, they're doing some weird global event, which is probably just like a streaming thing. Probably in future years, they'll probably just amalgamate Xbox's, you know, big umbrella, uh, Bethesda and BlizzCon, etc. Um but yeah. Um sorry, I was Kate. I interrupted you, man. What were you saying? Starfield. Yes, hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'd be very. Well, I mean, they 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 kind of have almost insinuated that they're pretty much going to show some stuff. Um, correct. So how how long was their last um, trailer cap? Wasn't it like? Eight <laughs> wasn't it like five seconds though? or something? <laughs> Yeah, but it was just—it wasn't even really gameplay. It was just like a fucking zoom in of a robot is going, "Well, hello there, sir." It's just <laughs> fucking useless. Um, but I, I would imagine it was. Sorry. Will we see gameplay here, Cap? Will we see Absolutely. gameplay? Absolutely, dude. We have yeah. to. There has. Do this thing comes out this year in November. Mm. This has got to be the place that you show off Starfield. I, I'm with you, man. They need to start building. I, I think they've done been reasonably smart about it because I feel like. There is a, a learning between overhyping your game when it comes out and then you end up with unfulfilled promises and people being disappointed. So I feel like maybe this is now when they start to build hype. Pretty close, pretty close to release. Yeah. Good time, a, a good time in amongst other announcements they're going to be making on the same um, as part of the, the same presentation. So Yeah, absolutely. I think um and, and, and this it looks like this week um there was some details that were leaked from a Bethesda employee about the Starfield um game. Chris, <laughs> did you want to go in, into yeah. that a little bit, mate, for me? <laughs> uh, because I didn't read the uh, the thing. <laughs> okay, yeah. Look essentially this is a, com- a conversation between um a bloke called Heavy Zero Zero Eight, who was a play tester. Oh yeah, I know um, him, he's a good dude. Is he a good dude? Yep, nice bloke. No, no, uh, he's no. a playtester of uh, Starfield, and he was just basically talking very, very colloquially, colloquially, yep. mind you. So, nice. like, saying saying things like, "Is that how you say it?" Caps up like that. No, that's saying good things like, um, very good pronunciation. But saying things like, he he um he said the lighting was fantastic, the gameplay was okay, but in quotation marks, um, the uh, where am I trying to find it in my notes? The engine, uh, the is, a engine is a piece of crap. The yeah. engine is a piece of crap. What a fucking surprise! Bethesda has a piece of shit engine for their game. Oh my god, color me fucking surprise, mate. What a fucking surprise. Look, honestly, it, it's just it's just the same old story for Bethesda, and I'm sure that this will come out and be the most buggiest piece of shit game. But people will still play it at death because it's Bethesda game, and it just holds that that little piece of you know. So, Cap, this is funny. I um, put in Bethesda. Um, engine is crap into my Google, and you know what game came up? Yeah, Fallout seventy six. 
Well, there was a Reddit post from like 2017 saying how shit the engine was for Fallout 76 well, and it will make the game design a nightmare because you're trying to retrofit a modern game into a shit engine. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So, hang on. Did you say... Well, what? In, what I wonder what engine they're... Are you, they're using a new engine for this? I don't know. And they don't say that in this post. But I would, I would assume so. It seems right? to imply that they are using a new engine based on the comment that this person's made again this is all kind of speculation Mm. here i'm sure it's based off kind of whatever they've been using in the past or whatever but i mean one thing that interests me grizz this is a space exploration kind of rpg game so it's basically Mm. skyrim in space um and well you know (laughs) this is a painting with a very broad brush there but i'm just going to go with that one um interestingly the the character artist or whoever they are said uh criticized the flight mechanics yeah. of the game that's a bit <laughs> fucking worrying mate when your fucking game's about flying around in space mm. i wonder if this is stuff they can fix maybe well who knows mate? Like, this is this is just hell, mate. They, it's november yeah. mate come on get your shit together bethesda <laughs> jesus oh well maybe what they'll do is they'll just add mod support and then you just make your own better flying ships that's you it. know yeah. the usual kind mm-hmm. of character but i mean how, how you know do what's you... cool with that cap you know what's cool with that yeah you can add you can add anime girls then too well, I, if it doesn't come with Anime Girls as DLC, I don't want the game at all, mm. quite frankly, um, because no game should be without Anime Girls these days, Chris. <laughs> it's true, mate, I, true. I think we've, I think as a society, we've moved far enough, uh, you know, through the ways of technology that we've discovered that we have to have Anime Girls in every single game here, here unto forward, forever in time. Amen. Um, now, Cap, yeah. as part of these um, conversations, I always write a little bit at the end of my notes that says Grizzly's takeaways. And I've got a note here that says, ask Cap whether he is scared for Elden Ring's development based on what we're hearing from Elden Ring, Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Elder Scrolls I was like, no, mate, it's actually a hell good game. I don't know if you played it. <laughs> um, for Elder Scrolls. This is the thing, Grizz. Like, I really, I think Bethesda's in such a weird spot right now, right? Is they're developing this new IP where theoretically you probably want to, um, you know, you want it, you want it to land pretty well. So hopefully you put enough time and effort into your game that it's going to release well and, and review well. It's Bethesda, so we'll see what happens. Um, but I like the thing, the fact that they've taken this long to produce another Elder Scrolls game makes me think they're scared. Not me. They're fucking terrified about releasing this game. What's come out since Skyrim, dude? They've had Breath of the Wild. They've had The Witcher 3. And now they've had Elden Ring. They've had all these fucking games that have redefined the fucking genre every time. Now, how the fuck do they release a game that even remotely competes to that? Mate, if, if, if Skyrim came out now, you would think it was a piece of shit. You can't wait on it, mate, because Breath of the Wild 2 is going to come out. Exactly. And then, and then again, you're never going to fucking... You, you, what do you do? A new game just keeps coming out. So I don't know what Bethesda does to even remotely try and get in here. And I they just have to fucking make the game, right? Hmm. But it must just be going through so many passes of QA and just, oh man, it must just be a nightmare. And the thing is, because I think when, like, look at look at Cyberpunk, for example, right? It's kind of like the, the whole flew too close to the sun kind of thing. You know, the development team just got super expanded, super bloated. I think it just yep. died from development project management hell. Um, 
And I think the same thing's probably happening with Elder Scrolls. And maybe upper management had a look at it and just went, holy fuck, what is happening here? We need to, you need to fucking pull back a little bit and let's let's restart. Nintendo's actually done that with um, their most recent Metroid game. They palmed it off to someone else, had a look at it and said, no, nah, fuck that off, we'll start again. So it's maybe serious. the same things happened with Elder Scrolls kind of thing, right? So then maybe they had a kind of baseline that they were working with maybe you know some some shit sort of started to rumble up from the development space and then they've looked at it and just gone what the fuck are we doing well cap surely microsoft have got a bit more oversight over this too and surely there's a little bit of sway there i know that they're pretty good with their ip similar to a playstation i'll let it go let them do their thing but surely it, there is some kind of qa like they're not going to be releasing games under the banner that are potentially not well received for the company oh absolutely not but do you know what? I think um, maybe Bethesda, 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 I think, has finally realised that they're not impervious to poor reviews. And I think maybe <laughs> over time, like, that's become more apparent. Fallout 4, okay, look, I didn't like it personally, but it went okay. Um, mm. But I think when they've probably seen guys like CD Projekt Red, who in a lot of people's eyes could do absolutely no wrong, release Cyberpunk yeah. and then just absolutely shit the bed. Maybe they've like looked at examples like that and gone, fuck, maybe we really need to have a good think about this. Well, um, it was off the back of Fallout 76, which copped some criticism as well. Yeah, right? exactly right. I, I mean, mean, they've had a, a few. I'm, I'm looking at the Metacritic score still for Fallout 76 and it's at 50%. Metacritic score. Damn, that probably doesn't even deserve pretty, that, mate. <laughs> yeah, pretty I mean, dude, I, I know I told you a little while back, but um, and maybe I said it on the podcast, but um, I, I installed it and the fucking sound just didn't work. <clears throat> and it was a known issue. And it's been a known issue for ages. It just hasn't been fixed. <laughs> dude, it has got a 2.8 user score on Metacritic. I don't know if I've ever seen anything that low, dude. Fucking Todd Howard's going, it's like golf, right? Yeah, the lower score's better. You're killing it. Um, well, one thing I okay, here okay, here we go, Gris. Right, I'm the CEO of Bethesda now, and I'm I'm yeah. gonna tell all my employees what to do. Shit, right congratulations, now. thanks, mate. No worries, I'm, I'm highly well respected in the scene, so it's, it's no, no surprise that I'd be elevated to such a prestigious role. Anyways, I'm gonna be telling you guys what to do right now, okay? Can everything, the whole fucking lot, delete Doom Eternal 2. Everything. Fuck Starfield. it all off. Starfield's gone. Fuck it off. Delete it. Okay. Start work on Morrowind too. All right. Yes. Sir. And don't talk to me until it's done. And put every money, every coin you got into it. <laughs> every money you got. <laughs> Straight in there. All right. Or I've got another idea for you, Mr. CEO. Yeah. What if you just release everything you've got as it is, just to make a couple of bucks to then fund Morrowind? All right, great idea. And what we'll do <laughs> is we'll add modding support to every single thing and then everyone else can fix our game. Yeah. <laughs> You're a genius, Chris. Yeah. You can be CTO, <laughs> mate. You fucking, you, you got it. You legend. Okay, well, there you go. So, yeah, look, um, Bethesda, Xbox, um, Starfield, a lot of news coming out and... So we still got a fair while until. Oh, actually, no, we don't. It's fucking next next month. Julius Cross. Um, no, is it? Very March, what? April, May, June. Yes, yeah, next next month. So next month we're going to be getting some information on that. So strap yourselves in, everyone, um, mm -hmm. and keep an eye out. Now, moving along, Grisbo. Um, recently, Activision Blizzard um, announced some news in their last quarterly financial report. Saying yes. that they've lost roughly sixty million monthly active users in the past year. 
Well, that's Can't a lot of fucking users. Are you really surprised? No, you I'm not. Surprised. But that's a <laughs> lot of users, dude. I thought yeah. it would be a bit, but I didn't think it'd be 60 million. That's, that's a shitload. Well, Presumably dude, unique users across all their games. You know what, though, dude? When was the last time you fired up Battle.net? Well, actually, you're playing Destiny. Hang on, Destiny's not on Battle.net Destiny's anymore. not on Battle.net anymore. It's on Steam. Because I haven't fired up my Battle.net. I can't even think of the last time I did. Actually, I lied. I installed WoW the other day, but then I haven't opened it since then. And yeah. I just have not opened it for ages. And then look at our yeah. WoW poll, dude. Like, people are playing other MMOs and, and yeah. games. And what else is drawing people onto, onto Battle.net right now? Well, yeah, you're not wrong, mate. I think, um, look... <sighs> And and th- and the next story we're going to talk about, I think, might probably plays into this, and we'll d- we'll discuss that s- soon. Um, but oh, actually, it's not the next story. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it all into here as well. Um, so right. yeah, look, they've obviously lost all these users. Grizz, we had um, the Diablo Immortal um, uh, mobile phone game uh, get announced mm-hmm. to be getting released on June second. And alongside the release date announcement, they also announced they're now going to be having it available for PC. Yeah, This has got to be pretty closely aligned, in my opinion. They've gone, mm-hmm. fucking hell, 60 million users? What are we doing? Quick, get that thing out on PC. Um, you know, obviously, they've just had this Overwatch 4. Uh, <laughs> I wrote Overwatch 4 in the fucking thing. It's definitely not Overwatch <laughs> oh, 4. No, that uh, was me. I did oh, was that. It? that was me, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I've been feeling so brain fried today, man. I can't. Say, I honestly, that's why I reckon there's something fucking going on with me. Yeah. I think you got like COVID. Um, um, Cap, I just wanted to say really quick that, like, this this is a, it's a lot of people, right? 60 million users is a lot. Yeah. However, I will say that Shadowlands, I feel like, is at the end of its life cycle. Yeah, um, and that's a good point. Um, but I mean, we've had 60. We've had all the um, all the drama that's surrounding them. Um, they have just literally released Dragonflight and Wrath of the Lich King. So I reckon it it depends on how those go. Well, announce the release of them. Yeah. Announce the release of them. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's obviously a lot. Well, what's interesting, Grizz, is so look, I think I think Blizzard's been um well, I think everyone is motioning towards trying to get some kind of phone game catalog together. Um, there's also been an announcement that there's going to be um, a phone game uh, within the world of within the Warcraft space um, being announced soonish. Uh, stay tuned for more info on that. Um, but I think obviously, you know, ideally, Blizzard did only want Diablo Immortal to come out on the phone because, mm-hmm. as an ecosystem for them, it allows them to corner that market and have like kind of this like you know hardcore pc but come you know phone game on there you know you do this the standard fucking gotcha um phone game bullshit where you have you know boxes and all this other skins and all this other shit that you know you can get away with on the mobile platform um and then still have your 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 pc offering but obviously they've gone holy shit we're hemorrhaging users across all of our games you know call of duty warcraft you know everything else uh, what do we do? Okay, we got some shit coming out soon. We need to get this onto PC because people have clearly expressively asked for it to be on PC because that's where the majority of Diablo players are and that's where the majority of Diablo players want to play Diablo. Fucking funnily enough, let's get it out on PC whilst we're hemorrhaging and try and recoup some of these losses. Can I say one thing about this though, Cap? 
is I am genuinely a little bit excited for Diablo Immortal. I must admit, when it was first released at BlizzCon all that time ago and, and there was that huge uproar with the whole, don't you guys have phones? Thing? Yeah. And there was like a lot of a lot of shit around that. Man, that was a long time ago. Yeah. This game has been in development for ages and it's gone through yeah. like beta cycles and everything else. And the footage that I've seen of it, it actually looks pretty clean Dude, and crisp. And if I can play it on my phone, man. I, I Do you know what? I Okay, I, I do understand why people got shitty. Because they wanted Diablo 4 before this thing came out. And I totally get that because they deserve that. You know, as a Diablo mm. fan, you probably felt pretty hard done by. Your game's taken for fucking ever to come out. No worries. I played the beta on on um, on my phone and I thought it was fucking pretty good. Um, you know, it had all the Diablo shit you wanted. People were worried that the people developing it um, were known for some really dodgy, shitty yeah. mobile phone practices mm. with... You know, just just trying to get you get your money out of you um, with you know little two dollar things here and there and, and everything else. But you know the, the not, standard not mobile phone case. bullshit. Whoever did that initial PR bit and released some photos, it was a clear cut of the, yeah. the same developer had basically taken one of their old games and just applied some Diablo images onto but it. But do you know what that probably was? It was probably a fucking MVP, um, minimal viable product that they put together for for Blizzard when they pitched it to Blizzard and said, hey, this game we make here is very, very, very popular. We could do this to your game, which is going to also be very, very popular. So Let us do the work. People that don't know anything about game dev, what's an what's this NV? What's this fucking minimal viable game? product? So it's it's yeah. it's it's like the minimal thing to try and you know get people on board and go no worries green light let's go fucking ham and let's make mm. this fucking thing. So mm. you know in the development space that's kind of what you aim for. Like you know normally like depending on what you're creating it's it, it can be super bare bones or it can you know have a fair bit of functionality. But like you know it would have been like a. I, I personally think it would have just been those developers trying to catch, you know, Blizzard and 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 you know as a big fish and 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 earn some work for themselves and and it obviously worked because they made Diablo Immortal and it looks, to be honest, pretty decent. It's gonna be right, dude. I reckon yeah. it's gonna be good. And you know what? Like, Cap Blizzard don't make shit games. Ooh. Give me what? a shit game they've made. Overwatch Two. No, it looks well. I don't know. I've, the reviews are all right of it so far. They haven't really? even released that yet. They haven't Mate, released that game. Yet. I reckon it looks doing? fucking shit. Well, more yeah. like Overwatch one point fucking two. Um, yeah. mate, they, anyways, we'll talk about that in a second. But still, um, no, that's a good point. Uh, okay, how, how about the remake of Warcraft three? Yeah, but there was a reason why they made that shit. They made that shit because they didn't want people stealing their IP to go and make Dota 2 clones. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I think I think I've seen the cracks in Blizzard over the last few years, in my opinion. Um, I don't think they're producing the same um, level of quality that they used to back in the days. And I think... Um, you know, I think they're basically, you know, really fucking struggling. And I hope that the, the Microsoft... Well, I know that this was a, a different bit, but... studio under Blizzard, <laughs> but Diablo 2 Remastered was pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I, swear... I had some oversight on that. <laughs> a little bit of oversight on that. I've yeah. st- okay, Kat, we're, we've got different opinions. I have faith. I've got faith, mate. I think... Um, Look, I, I, think I, Diablo... hope it, I hope it's good. Don't get me wrong. I think Diablo 4 is going to be a fucking hit. Yeah, I, I do you know what? I think because I think they put it back in the oven a little bit, didn't they? Um, yeah. they they took obviously there was all the sexual allegations that came out, 
Um, and then they replaced, replaced a lot of the management team because they were embroiled in some of that. Um, and New Blood managed to make some changes, I believe, um, but obviously still kind of working on a roughly the same kind of release schedule. So, yeah, look, it'll be interesting, but um, I don't even fucking, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, well, Cap, let's talk about the Overwatch 2 beta. Let's talk yeah, about let's Overwatch 2 beta. What have you yeah. seen and heard about that, mate? What are, um, you, what are your thoughts? Looks remarkably like Overwatch 1 <laughs> um, yeah, to the yeah. point where I'm kind of questioning why I'd be paying full retail price for the same game that I bought before that... I don't know. I've, I've, I haven't played it personally. Um, one of the big criticisms I saw was that um, the change, because they've changed the um, the whole structure of the PvP to be 5v5 from 6v5. Yeah. Now, the problem with that is that it seems like the balance is just just really weird now with the objective-based gameplay, where it just seems you have these c- consistent skirmishes at the point, and you just can't really get anything done because you don't have that extra tank character to to sort of hold the point and stuff. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. I've read an article that says the exact opposite to what really? you said. Really? Like, yeah. One less tank means you can take objectives much faster. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm, 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 I've, I've read, I've listened to a bunch of um, YouTube um, reviews and a couple of articles, and a lot of the stuff I saw was pretty negative. Um, but it's interesting that you've got a lot of positive oh, stuff. Well, Cap, where I, where I think Blizzard are going for for this is, right now Blizzard have not got and correct me if I'm wrong, a good esports game. They they went tried to go down that route with Heroes of New Earth, and they actually paid a lot of League of Legends and Dota two players to come you across. Mean hots? And hots, here's the storm. Sorry, um, and they had these kind of like tournaments and stuff to try to get that moving. It just never really happened. Overwatch has got a competitive scene, but I think it's died in the ass quite a bit. Mm. Um, Probably because they haven't been supporting the game because they've been making this other game that's yeah. the same game. That's what I'm angry is. I just think I just everything think to do with this is dumb. It's so dumb. I just think they're trying to optimise what Overwatch is but make it more eSports-centric. So yeah. I don't yeah. know. That's kind of where I can see it coming from. Do you like, know what? In my opinion, what they should have done is continue to support Overwatch 1, release this all, all this content um, in, in dribs and drabs, in the in the Overwatch One um, ecosystem, because you can't now deleting characters and stuff though, it gives them a fresh slate, and it may be, and I've Dude, they do it in other games like Dota and stuff. Why wouldn't they delete? Oh, well, I guess re, you could rework. Yeah, you could yeah. rework them to the point of where they're not the same. Like techies rework. I'm going to be honest with you. I I think it's a little bit money grubby. I understand that they've got developers working on this, and probably maybe. Overwatch's money's kind of dried up a little bit, so I totally get that. But they, I, I think they needed to really work on the original Overwatch thing because I think they're going to turn a lot of users away from this game because it's... It, I mean, mate, I'm watching clips of it right now. If you told me that was Overwatch 1, I'd fucking believe you. Yeah, I agree with you there. There's not a whole lot new going on there. Yeah. Um, it does seem like maybe the graphics are a little bit better, but I'm going to tell you, not by fucking much. And maybe some slight UI element changes... Um, I did see that um, they've included a lot of the maps from the old game and just switched it from day to night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, All right, so. well, Cap, if I was to ask you this question, uh, yeah. do you do you think they're going to get 60 million users back through these different game releases? We talked about Diablo Immortal. We talked about Overwatch 2. Um Diablo 4, do you think they're going to get these people back? The, do you know what? The, I, I think Diablo Immortal might might 
help them a lot, um, especially in the mobile game space. Um, I think that's going to be huge because there's going to be Diablo players and and just people who are you know just adjacently interested in Diablo. They go, oh, it's on my phone. Yeah, okay, I'll give that a crack. And obviously, if they want to take it further, they can go and play it on their PC with a controller or whatever they want to use. That's the beauty of Fortnite. I think the reason why Fortnite continually does so well is because it's on every fucking platform known. Like, you can play it on Switch, you can play it on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, anywhere. So I think having it on both PC and and mobile is is going to work positively for it, for sure. Yeah, I honestly don't think Overwatch is going to do much for them. And I think, like... It's just Dude, like this... they're going for a Valorant. They're going for a Valorant. Yeah. They're going for a CS:GO. They're going for something that they can market yeah. to competitive scene. And hey, that's probably a good point that I haven't really thought about. Is maybe they are trying to just actively try and um, move against those kind of more. Well, because I mean, what's Valorant? I, I don't know what the what the player count on each team is. It's probably about five, I guess. You know, CS:GO is the same. Hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I think. Um, uh, yeah. Overall, Grizz, I don't know. We'll fucking see what happens. We'll I, I honestly happens. think if anything's going to work well for them, I'm going to say it's going to be Diablo Immortal, not mm. any of the other shit they got going on. Um, so, but yeah. Anyways, let's fucking move on, Grizz. Enough of this uh, Activision Blizzard thing. Um, yeah. Actually, I'll tell you what, though. Just quickly jumping back, like the, the little um, thing they posted on Twitter of Diablo Immortal, it, it looks, like, it honestly looks better than Diablo 3. Like it looks really good. It, it looks it looks mint. So again, go, if you guys are adjacently interested in in Diablo, go and check it out. Um, all right, moving along. Okay, Grizzly Gaming eighty six streamers aren't liking Twitch's potential money making idea. Who'd have thought? Um, yeah, it looks like they've got new revenue splits, a tier system, and more ads on the table. Um, Grizz, are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna move up to the table and, and consume, or are you gonna um, crack the shits? These articles are written by fucking partners. This only affects partner streamers in my mind, apart from the ad revenue. And yes. it's partners having a big old wingeroo. So I don't know if you've got a, a breakdown of the exact changes, but they're saying things like they're changing a seven seventy thirty split to a fifty fifty split. So only a very elite few partner streamers get the 70-30 split. It's not the elite. common. The elite few. And for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the split the streamer gets on every sub on a Twitch channel. So the standard is when you first sign your affiliate agreement is that you get half of your, your Twitch sub. So if someone pays five bucks for the sub, you get half of that. Um, now, this article goes on to say that they're going to be reducing it for all the tiers so some of them will have 70-30 down to 50-50. So for the majority of, of streamers on Twitch, are going to see no no change on this. Yeah, and Grizz, I was under the impression that not all partners made a 70-50 split. I thought most of, like, a, a fair few of them made 50-50 splits, the same as, yeah. as regular affiliate subs. So, yeah. It's a, it's a small portion. And it takes, like, you need to prove to them that you're uh, maintaining a certain monthly sub count to for you to then go and go okay well can you pay me more so to me i i don't know exactly why this is happening but i actually have a feeling and kind of where i'm coming from here and all of these points seem like they're slowly trying to treat their affiliate streamers to the same conditions they're treating 
to their partner streamers. So going 50-50 in the ad revenue. Um, you reckon that's about... why? Yeah, dude. I You don't reckon, Pav? No? I reckon no. they just got dollar signs in their eyes, baby. Yeah. I think I think it's purely purely money money chasing because from what I've heard, like all the reports I've uh, read and a few um, uh, news like Twitch news channels that I watch on YouTube, uh, I from like the understanding is they don't make like I think they are losing money every month uh, just by yeah, and the only way for them to have like a um, a growable income structure is to target ads and because our the way we use twitch already is not very ad focused to introduce it is going to get a ridiculous pushback and that's gonna they're just trying to find better ways to fill that fill that gap yeah but you know what's interesting it's like i kind of feel like okay well, maybe have this conversation with your partners and see what they want to do rather than fucking just ram it down their throat. Like, you know, no one wants to watch an ad, obviously. But if you have ways to kind of, you know, make those ads less egregious or target certain ads or use certain ads on your channel or even have like bounties and stuff so that you can like, you know, something that actually makes you want to utilize these systems and not just feel like you're Mm. a corporate fucking shill, you know, (laughs) why not actually have those options for people and actually communicate with your people, with the people using your fucking system, Twitch and Amazon, use your fucking brains, mate. I'll be the CEO next. Thank you very much. I've always had issues with announcing this stuff. One big one here that I want to talk about is the no exclusivity piece in here yeah which i found quite interesting but it, it they have to give you a little fish to then take away you know something else from you um which makes sense so just, to me. just to spell this out what this means to people so if you've signed on to the partner program on twitch or the affiliate program on twitch you can no longer uh stream to another streaming service at the same time so you're dedicating your your stream just to twitch tv um, if you're not affiliated like, affiliated, like we are not affiliated right now, we haven't decided signed the affiliate agreement, we could therefore go and stream this if we wanted to to YouTube. So yeah. I read something today, Cap. The reason why they've done this is because a lot of big streamers get paid these crazy fucking deals just to stream on Twitch TV. Okay. Um, well, that sounds um, like a so Twitch TV problem. It does. <laughs> well, this is great. Yeah, In my mind, this is great because as an affiliate streamer like myself, there's absolutely no reason now why I wouldn't then go stream to YouTube at the same time. Yeah, There's absolutely. Literally no downside. You're growing both of these platforms at the same time. Is it, is so, it just me or does that seem like a really dumb idea for Twitch? What? Exclusivity is so fucking important in this space. I just, it just seems really weird to me. Yeah, I don't quite know what they're doing. Are they just trying to, are they trying to not have to pay large amounts of money to keep people on their platform, allowing them to go and stream on multiple yeah. services? Is that what they're doing? I think it's the op, like releasing them from their um, from their exclusivity as a as an option to bring their them back from a 70-30 split to a fifty fifty split. Yeah, and that, like yeah, I think that I, that's how I read it at least is that they're going to mm-hmm. offer that in return to drop their split. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just now, it's it's really weird though, in my opinion. And like, do you know what? I can't think of anything worse than streaming to multiple things and having to keep track of <laughs> chats in multiple fucking different things. It sounds horrible, and it's so disjointed. 
like from a user standpoint, a, a viewer standpoint. Sorry, like, um, all right, thanks, um, uh, old Jacko from fucking YouTube. Appreciate you, mate. Uh, all right, Pavlich in uh, Twitch chat. No worries, mate. Sounds good. Uh, you know, it just sounds like it sounds dumb, don't you think? There is a bot that amalgamates them all on the same timestamps. That's pretty decent now. I think it's slowly getting better, but it used to be fucking terrible, didn't it? Like, <laughs> I think, gross. I, really I think also that's only a problem at like our level, like our space. Once you, at the top level, at the like the top 100 people where this is actually going to affect, they don't read their chat anyway. They like look over where they want to find, if they yeah, don't true. know what to say. They <laughs> well, that's the thing, man. All these changes to me, like I was saying at the start, maybe I had the intent wrong, but these are all fucking over bigger partner streamers, man. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, it, it means nothing for the majority of people, but it, uh, well, yeah, I, I, I do, I do think it means bugger all for a lot of people. Even I think it means bugger all for a lot of partners. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. One thing that Sukai said in the in the chat uh, that I've always thought is fucking annoying about ads on on Twitch is uh, the problem with ads on Twitch. Uh, is that it's live content. When you've got an ad here, you miss out on content, which is so annoying. Like the amount of times yeah. you do like, you know, someone raids someone and then you get in there and you miss the reaction or something because you got this big fucking ad in your face and they've got the, you know, the little stream in, in you know, a two by two pixel, um, you know, video playing at the top right somewhere. Mm. Um, it, it's just, yeah. I just, I just feel like they don't do a very good job of, I don't know, I'll tell yeah, you what, yeah. Cat, we else. talked about this, I think it was last week or the week before, but targeted ags in your video games is the way to do it. So yeah. you're running along in Fortnite and there's a fucking big dildo on the sign because that's Fuck what you've yeah. been looking up. Yeah. 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 And, you know, those kind of things. Obviously, what would the caption not going to be, be for that game. Cap, you don't want to be in Elden Ring and you see a fucking McDonald's sign with you. Ah. The the Elden Archers, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I kind of do want to see that, but also don't. You know, well, we did speak um, a, a couple of weeks back about how Microsoft is investigating the space of creating. I don't know, just a, a marketplace for this kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next five years, Chris. I reckon. I reckon in-game ads are going to be pretty nutty. Like. I agree, mate. I reckon it's going to happen for yeah. sure. Well, it makes a lot of yeah. sense, right? You know, there's so much fucking, there's so much like placement at like, what do they call it? Targeted placement or, um, uh, you know, where you like, for example, someone picks up a can of something and it's a can of Coke, you know, for example, yeah. and it's yeah. like targeted advertisement or whatever they call it. I can't remember what you fucking call that, but you know, you could easily do that in gaming. Like, you know, I was playing Final well, Fantasy earlier, and I like easily put sh- product placement. Is that thanks, Jim, in, in chat? Appreciate it, brother. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. see, they just haven't nailed it yet, Cap. They haven't found a good way to integrate ads into gaming, yeah, or even well, even like yeah. consuming forums yet. I think games mind. as a service, like you know, your destinies, your your MMOs and stuff, are the easiest place to do that because. You know, you could easily just kind of set up like a skin for things and then just change the skin out as you have new deals. Like, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. It just seems like a no-brainer to me, but Can I guess I, I have no brain. That really, really grinds my gears. Yeah, man. Is political advertising on kids' videos. Is that a thing? So the amount of times I walk in to skip the ads on the TV when my, when my young ones are watching... Um, YouTube, kids YouTube, and it's got fucking Clive Palmer on there. Oh, God. Six-minute video. 
spewing is trash about politics. I don't want to get into politics on this podcast, but please, come on. Like, that's got to be against some kind of laws where you're advertising <laughs> politics on kids' uh, TV. Man, that, I mean, are you using, like, um, like, the kids' app or whatever? It's just the YouTube app on... on well, yeah, I guess that's a, that's, a, that's a lawless <laughs> wasteland, mate. You can't do anything on there and get away with it, so... Yeah, but sure, they, they're, like, they're still on the kids' YouTube channels. Surely there's some kind Unless of... Unless you're using know, the right. kids' YouTube app, I'm pretty sure it's just fucking whatever, whatever goes, baby. Mate, you might, yeah. you might rock in there and there might be some hectic crazy ad on, on the team and you go, <laughs> well, we don't want to be watching this one, girls. <laughs> so, yeah, keep an eye on that. Um, okay, well, yeah, it looks interesting, Grizz. One thing that is noted in here, Grizz, is the new tiers system. Uh, is that tiers? That. I'm, I'm guessing that must be like partner tiers, like because yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Like most partners get fifty fifty. Some probably Wait get sixty fifty. You're talking about because all the partners are crying, right? And they're all, they've got yeah, tiers. Is that what yeah, the new yeah? tiers system, which is where we implement all this shit where they lose their money and, and then they cry tears. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, yes. Sorry. It's, no, yes, we're off. No, great, great, great joke, mate. Very good. Um, okay. <laughs> um, no, so I think it must be like some partners are on 50-50, some are on 60-40, and then some are on 70-30, and then there's probably others who are on like, you know, 95-5% or something stupid. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Is that what it is? Pat, do you know what the fuck they're talking I about? I believe it's a um, case-by-case basis cap. I believe uh, you yeah, actually... I believe it's a case-by-case. I think every, just about everybody gets 50-50, uh, and uh, you can sign a con like an, a, an additional partner contract with Twitch to include terms that have a higher split, like certain amount of hours streamed, certain, um, yeah, all right. of those de deliverables. Um, to, to I know that, um, and I know that, just Cook made this very public when he did it, but essentially they told him he needed to retain a certain amount of subscribers every month for like three months. And so he just said, all right, well, I'll just tell everyone. I need to fucking, like, I need to maintain this many subs. And it was like a sub goal for him to get the next tier up. So it's, Whoa. yeah, they've, they've got these little uh, check gates that you need to tick to get, yeah. to get through. Makes sense. I mean, they've always had those in certain forms that have been more public and I guess some are less public. And also, also what I've what I've heard is that um, no one's really being in like in the last few months, no one, no new contracts for higher than the fifty fifty split are being offered have been offered. Ah, okay. As well. So they so get ready by the sounds of things. So it sounds like they've like eased it out, and now that they've like just announced it officially. Yeah, dude. You know, what I reckon. I reckon that it'll be. Uh, it won't be as bad as this. I reckon this is like a leak to like yeah, so to just to let to give people a bit of a. Oh shit! And then when the yeah. true numbers come out and they're like ten percent lower, they're like, oh, that's not too bad then. Whereas if it came out as the real numbers to begin with, they would be like, oh fuck me, dead, mate, this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, so I reckon they're just fucking doing a little bit of a sprinkle in the fucking community just to you know just to light the fires, and then you know when they come back in, it'll be fine. Um, all right, moving along, Grizzly Gaming eighty six, my good friend. What have we been playing this week? We've put in a bit of a um a a, a main topic in here of just what have we been playing, and yeah, I think we we'll, haven't done this, you know, for, ages, done this for ages because yeah. we've been too busy playing Elden Ring. Um, yeah, and it's pretty obvious what we're playing because every single news topic was Elden Ring related. So mm -hmm. now that it's not, uh, let's start with you, mate. What have you been playing? Give me the lowdown, brother. Oh right, Cap. I've picked up a game called Rogue Legacy Two. 
Yep. Now, Excellent. I believe you have played Rogue Legacy 1. Have you I kept? did. And I thought it was a really brilliant game. I, I can't remember what year it came out, but it's, it's, it's quite old now. Um, and, yeah, just the whole the whole kind of thing. of the, it's, it's a roguelike game. You know, you're going into a castle, trying to get as far as you can. Your character dies, and then one of your heirs, uh, heirs, heirs, <laughs> heirs yeah. uh, succeeds you, and, you know, you, you do another run. But, um, you know, carry on. Okay, well, let me just read this. Rogue Legacy 2 is a platform video game developed by Salador Games. It is the sequel to 2013's Rogue oh. Legacy. The game was released for Windows via Early Access in August 2020. So this game's actually been out in Early Access cap for nearly two years. Wow, which okay. was why it why I don't feel like, because it released last week sometime, and I, I feel like the reason why it hasn't hit people with like a smack in the face like Hades did when it came out um, is because it's been in this early release. Now, I have heard that when it was in early release, it was actually a grind fest, essentially. So, yeah, I heard uh, it, it, the same thing. It kind of is. Like, the way that you progress in the game is like any roguelite, right? You play it and then you, um, you start with nothing and you basically build up your character with these kind of upgrades outside the game. But the way they've done it, man, is so clever because there is there is... Uh, the way that you unlock characters and they all play extremely uniquely and are really enjoyable in their own right. But you then also get these crazy fucking traits, man, that just come out of the blue. And if you play that trait with the character, it might give you extra bonus gold. And as an example uh, for you, mate, there's like a colorblind guy and you don't see any colors and it's just black and white. And then there's a guy who's like where the whole screen flips upside down. So you're standing on the roof and like all these different <laughs> ones that completely fuck your runs that are just super enjoyable. But oh, no, as, yeah. as, as, as takeaways for me, mate, um, gem of a game, the art style, beautiful. I give it 10 out of 10 yeah. art style, like really nice drawings. Um, it's riddled with humor and wit. It's difficult. Um, the boss design is excellent i've only i've beat two now two bosses but both of them it was kind of remind me of like uh for a lack of better word but dark souls where you got to learn the move sets and you'll definitely die when you get it the first time and you might come back second time and yeah figure it out and off you go um there's there's lore tidbits cap there is a story Ooh. that goes behind it well just the whole the whole way that you uh, the succession through characters as you die and then you got the here that will come in for the next one and it's kind of filtered the stories you play through the game kind of like works off that that aspect a bit which is interesting yeah um and what else i'm gonna say uh, has it all for me for the moment i do like roguelites so like i said before i haven't been really been playing anything else this has been my my game at the moment and i highly recommend if anyone is looking for a, a new little one to pick up has Check very it out. positive reviews yeah do you know i like the best part about this review was how we both managed to pre- pronounce air three different ways we pronounce it hair here and air <laughs> finally <laughs> well great job yeah, boys. very what fucking good what is the correct pronunciation air like a-i-r but i, I said hair <laughs> and then you said here <laughs> classic um yeah grizz I, I really enjoyed the original one as well and i think i will definitely eventually pick this up um the original one had the same kind of structure. You know, you you have uh, successions um, through your, your heirs and, um, you know, they have these different traits. They had some basic overarching classes, but those traits kind of augmented you in either good or bad ways. You know, like, for yeah. example, you'd have one guy who, I don't know what the trait was called, but he just, every time he walked, he just farted. He just, that, that was the trait. <laughs> that was yeah. that was the whole fucking trait. 
Um, That's the one. Yeah. So, um, it, but yeah, it, it looks good. I think I'm glad because I do remember seeing news that people were saying it was really poorly. Op, um, mm. What was the mm. word? Um, not optimized. Um, grindy. You know, um, I guess optimized in the sense of grindiness. Um, yeah. But obviously, they've addressed that. Um, mm. And yeah, obviously, each, each run is fresh um, because. They give you the opportunity to go into the really hard zones off the bat if you would like to, yeah. Uh, without too many spoilers, but That's essentially, cool. yeah, it is. It is pretty cool. And I, I actually, uh, I did one of the bosses when I wasn't well, not that I wasn't supposed to, but um, in terms of like ramping up difficulty, I did one of the bosses early without knowing. Um, but the way, yeah, the way that you uh, unlock characters, it keeps it fresh for the next run. I could imagine if you were playing like the same two or three characters and you were going through and you're just trying to get yeah. gold to get upgrades, yeah. it would get it'll get old pretty bit quickly. Tedious. Yeah, a bit tedious. Yeah, and so far I've got oh, I've got about nine or ten hours in, and it's not tedious at all. I'm, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. So in the yeah. in the ecosystem of you know roguelikes, Grizz, and they are mm-hmm. numerous <laughs> now. There's many, yeah. many. Like, uh, is yeah. it fairly up there for you? Dude, I reckon it's fairly up there. Like I was saying before, I think if this had have come out of the blue like Hades did, um, hadn't been out since 2020 in this kind of weird beta cycle, maybe not weird, but I think it would have taken people by a little bit more of a surprise to see something um, this good. Because yeah. in my mind, it is a good game. And I already know that I'm going to be putting sinking some hours in. I'm going to do some streams of this on, on Twitch and, and have a bit of a laugh and definitely going to give it some more time. Yep. Sweet. Well, hopefully Twitch, um, you know, maintains your 95-5 set <laughs> split, mate, so you can keep That's making it, the big mate. bucks. Yeah. Um, nice one, dude. Well, well, I've been playing, um, I've jumped back into Final Fantasy Online, actually. I leveled up through the majority of the vanilla content um, uh, probably about maybe six months ago. Um, enjoyed my time with it. Thought it was okay. Um, there's a few things with Final Fantasy that I worry about for my own personal enjoyment of an MMO. And the one thing that I think is, and we've spoken about it on um, on this podcast before, is I don't feel like there's an awful lot of um, uh, inherent competition to be good at your class, um, which is a good, isn't, isn't a bad thing. Um, and I think yeah. it, it definitely reduces the toxicity in the community. And I'll tell you what, the Final Fantasy online community is awesome. Super nice people. You never have anyone shit talking you in dungeons and stuff. Everyone's just fucking cool people, which is really, which is mind blowing because I've only ever played WoW as an MMO. And I'll tell you what, there are some toxic shit motherfuckers in there, dude. The time, oh, dude, yeah. it's ridiculous. So, yeah. I mean, that's about kind of being nice, but I do kind of think I seek like because for example there's no dps meter in your in in final fantasy like you can't you can't even mod it in legally um technically it's it's they they could if they found out that you had one they could i think they can ban you essentially so um, do they make a point cap yes they'd make a point to not have dps yeah. meters and healing yeah. meters and stuff okay yeah so uh, it's um you know there's obviously people kind of share how to play your class prop properly and stuff but yeah <laughs> i, I, I kind of pretty obvious if someone's doing a shit job though <laughs> oh yeah well yeah i was still in a dungeon the other night and i kept fucking dying to some fucking mechanic i have no idea what was insta one-shotting me um but yeah, I'm, I mean, you would you would know pretty quickly. But look, I think um, I quite I'm, I'm enjoying my time with it currently. I'm people reckon so. People go on and on about how the story in Final Fantasy Online is just fucking amazing. 
um, bar the vanilla content. And the vanilla content has been pretty average so far storyline-wise. And for me, that's a really big issue. Um, yeah, right. Are so, you um, far into the, the, the DLC content yet, Kat? So I'm currently moving my way into the first expansion, which is called Heavenswood, I believe. Um, and so the problem is, right, so you kind of, you have this, this leveling um, time where you're going from 1 to 50 and you, you're, you're gathering levels quite quickly. And then you kind of hit this point where you're, you know, the story's coming to a crescendo and you're, you're defeating the big boss of that particular, of the vanilla game. Um, and then you kind of have this moment in time where obviously they had all these filler campaigns come out as patches um, before the next DLC came out and you're having to play through all that shit and dude, some of it is just fucking boring as shit. Really? It's so bad, dude. Like, I think they recently actually like um, reduced the amount of quests that were available in that particular zone between the vanilla game and um, the Heavenswood expansion. Because apparently, Heavenswood when it is when it sort of starts to ramp up with the story and just kind of getting good. But I tell you what, man, th- this this little sl- slog in this moment between vanilla and there has been brutal, man. And it's been did so fucking just, boring. Did you nearly just fucking throw it in? Do you know what? I kind of, I kind of knew that this is what I was getting myself into. And I've, I've really yeah, wanted okay. to just give final fantasy online the time it needs for me to actually really have a, a, a genuine opinion about the game. Because mm-hmm. like I said, one thing that bothers me about the game is I don't feel any, I don't feel compelled to be good at my class because there's nothing in the game that kind of makes me want to do that. So I'm wondering if maybe the game's just good enough on its own laurels in, in the um, kind of systems and, and story that it actually gets me to that point. One thing I'll say, man, is the boss battles are pretty fucking spectacular um, to the point where I've been doing some of the basic boss battles for the vanilla campaign and just the way uh, the mechanics aren't super complex, um, but just like spectacular wise and visually, they are better than World of Warcraft boss fights. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. See, I thought the World of Warcraft boss fights was, were part, like especially the raid ones, the dungeon ones, were part of what makes that game special, you know, working together and these nice big themed dungeons and boss fights. But that that's pretty outstanding. Yeah. If you think that they're... Um, yeah, honestly, dude, it's, um, it's, it's, it's quite spectacular. It's... it's it's worth a crack. The only problem is that that level, because I'm, and that, that's another thing, is this little slog I'm in at the, at the minute. I've probably made about two levels because it's just cutscene and dialogue, and the, they aren't even that interesting. It's just like kind of a little bit of world building, um, and it's just it's boring shit. But yeah, anyways, so I'm playing yeah. a, a Lancer class as well, which is pretty fucking radical, by the way. Might I just fucking say that? Fucking cool. Dragoon. You've got this bloke with a big fucking spear and he just fucking jumps into the air and fucking smacks the shit out of stuff. Very cool. Okay. Hey, um, Cap Caging Run says that I've heard it gets better, but I haven't been past Heavenswood yet either. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people reckon Mm -hmm. that the, I mean, a lot of people say it's amazing. And what I worry about though is because a lot of people are saying it's amazing, I'm going to, I'm expecting, you know, a, a serious magnum yeah. opus of of fucking story law content so i mean if if square enix can't deliver on on my expectations now because everyone's blown it into fucking you know ridiculous proportions i guess you know we'll see what happens but i do want to sit down and just play the whole fucking thing all, the whole storyline main storyline quest i just want to get through the whole lot so i can finally put this into bed in my mind that i have played all of the storyline of final fantasy online and i know how i feel about it does that make sense dude 
Absolutely makes sense. Yeah. You you just want to you know it's it's similar to um how you should also feel about Dark Souls Three DLC cap. Yeah. I never played it. <laughs> yeah, I know, which is what I'm saying. No, I understand. I understand. And, and I, I felt the same way when I played Hollow Knight. I actually gave that a break halfway through because something was kicking my ass. But <clears throat> I remember thinking that God, such a such a, you hear so much about it, but I just I really needed to go back and, and finish it. I haven't done all the 100 yeah. percent stuff, but yeah, it's just one of those one of those things, man. Yeah, well, isn't it freaking great, Cap, that we've now got time in between Elden Ring to go and play these other games? And well, yeah, I mean, I've I haven't touched Elden Ring since I built my new PC. So I think what I'll probably eventually do is maybe buy a copy of that. But for now, I'm, I'm pretty happy, you know, just kind of plugging around in some games that I've had in my back catalogue that I wanted to go and to go and plug. I mean, I tell you what, though, man, like um, there's, you know, going back to the Final Fantasy Online stuff, like there are some mm-hmm. genuinely good things about that game that shit all over World of Warcraft, like um, and Caging Runs touched on it in the chat. Um, I think it was Caging Run anyway. Um, just that you can do everything on one character. The whole lot. You don't have to have alts, none of this other bullshit. You can you can be every single thing on one character, and it just makes life so much fucking easier. You can be what you want, baby. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I don't like about it. Well, sorry, that's a strong word. I prefer the art style in World of Warcraft. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, sometimes it's a little bit like overbearingly um, weeaboo anime. Um, to the point where I'm just like, oh god, can this cutscene just end, please? Um, yeah, to the yeah, it, it gets horrific at some in some stages. But I mean, there's some really cool shit that happens. Um, I, I, I'm pretty desensitized to anime stuff because I watch a lot of anime anyway. But yeah, it, it does get a little bit um, cringe at, at points. But for the most part, it's not too bad. I don't think you're gonna you would like it though. You don't reckon I'd like it? No, don't reckon you like no. it at all. No. Okay. Um, yeah, I just don't think it's because you you like competitiveness in your games, and I just don't think you're going to get what you'd be searching for in an MMO from this game. Yeah, um, I do kind yeah. of. Sometimes I get a real strong hankering just to fucking go and sit back in World of Warcraft and just slowly yeah. level and relax. Like it's something I don't know, man. Like I, I think there's a, sometimes I do feel like playing an MMO. I just got to find the right one that tickles my fancy. Yeah. It needs to be real casual. You see, it needs to be real casual. That's why I don't think World of Warcraft is the one for me because I just want something. It's going to take. Well, me I think World of Warcraft is getting more and more casual, and I think they're definitely taking some elements from. Um, like for example, there was some stuff that came out about World of Warcraft recently um, for the next iteration. You know, the the Dragonflight expansion that they're going to be amalgamating a lot of the stuff into single character kind of stuff. So you don't have to do multiple characters. Obviously, you're still going to have like professions and all that kind of shit, but a lot of achievements and and stuff is only tied to one character. So I don't know. I think they're looking at um, other places that are doing really well, and we know for a fact that Final Fantasy Online is going bonkers. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I wonder if they've gained 60 million. <laughs> all the oh, players. dude, they'd have to have a fair bit, but yeah. um, oh, I don't know, maybe give it a crack, Grizz, and just see what you think. I, I, I think the problem is you won't get through enough of the content because I think it'll yeah. make it'll bore you too quickly for you to make a decent um, My decision attention on the game. Spans pretty dang short these days, Capo. Yeah, absolutely. But Grizz, let's fucking move through the quick fire yep. round. Oh, hang on. No. Pav's fucking twiddling his finger at me. I, for the first time in a long time, have had a chance to play some games. Holy <laughs> shit! Oh, yeah. Pavlich, yeah. get in here, son. I will be quick because we are starting to get a bit tight on time, but I'm a sucker for, like, really beautiful aesthetic games that, like, just that get 
that uh, really overwhelm me in like the artistic sense. Yeah. And I have managed to uh, just yesterday finish It Takes Two, which is Dude. one of the most beautiful games I have ever yeah. played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like how the, like the game design as well, how they managed to encapsulate like so many different genres into the oh, game. Yeah, <laughs> like so nuts, seamlessly, it's yeah. unreal. Yeah, it's it's such a brilliant um, ode to just gaming in general. In my opinion, it's, they've just done such a fucking good job of just they, yeah encapsulating that. They do better in some of the genres than the fucking IPs that are paid to <laughs> make specifically those yeah. genres. Like. Yeah. I just really liked how they had a shitload of mini games in there as yeah. well, you know? Like, there's just so much to do in that game. And um, even the story is just, like, super heartfelt um, yeah. and not cringy, you know? I mean, it is a little cringy here and there, but for the most part, you kind of just, like, you just get into it. You just you, you totally enjoy the ride. Like, and you're right. Just it, It's a very spectacular game, like, all the different areas that you go to. Yeah gorgeous it, it has absolutely skyrocketed into like my top 10 yeah like, quite quite easily all time yeah 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 quite yeah i Can't think he's so. giving us a hard time cap don't know if you read his comment <laughs> there mate cap and grizz how did you like the end of it takes two yeah well i tell you what mate if it fucking worked for us i bet it would be great <laughs> basically shit the bed towards the end we couldn't we couldn't play the game anymore so yeah fucking really good um, have you got another game? I've got. Playing as well? I've got one more. Uh, re- really cool. Uh, really cool art style. It's like a kind of claymation style. Art. Not really describing well, but it's called uh, Just Act Natural. It's a fun oh. little fun little party game. I, it looks like it's still in really uh, early uh, stages of its. Uh, like an early access game, or I don't think it's early access, but it looks like it's in the early stages. Like still with a lot of updates ahead of its uh, yeah, time. Okay. But it's, yeah, just a fun little party game that, like, I've really been enjoying just jumping on Discord uh, with some friends and, like, um, yeah, playing a few rounds for, like, uh, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, essentially, you, you're uh, surrounded by a bunch of NPCs and you just got to blend in. And then ah. one, of, one of you is in the sky having to snipe. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> so you just, cool, so just got to... <laughs> yeah, beautiful game. And I only bring that it up... Sick. I only bring it up because we have just uh, created our very own Discord for Ogo, uh, OGL uh, podcast. And I would uh, just like to remind everyone that you can absolutely jump on in, uh, join the Discord. You can check it down in the links below. Uh, I'm sure we'll be able to get together sometime to maybe have a, yeah. a game in the Discord. So if you're in there, you can join us. And that's all I really wanted to say. So yeah, uh, yeah had, have been having a blast. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Absolutely. Well, um, yeah. With all the with all our games, uh, weekly game speak over. Let's um, let's let's fire through the quick fire grizzler. Um, mm-hmm. Now, actually, first cab off the rank, we probably should have gone through this a little bit earlier. Was um, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the OGR pon- uh, poll for the week? Uh, now, if you're not aware, we do we run a weekly poll uh, every week because that's how weekly polls work. Um, and we, 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 on a weekly basis, we, we weekly collect information about a weekly topic. So, uh, this week it was, uh, your favorite Bethesda intellectual property. Um, now guys, we are fully aware that you can only, that there's more properties than the, uh, IPs that than the ones that we put down, we can only get four in there. So we're sorry in advance. Um, so out of uh, the following, so we basically said, look, uh, you know, lots of Bethesda, news on this week uh let us know in the comments if you got uh, another ip but of of the four available make a vote uh what's your favorite bethesda ip out of doom 
Wolfenstein, Fallout, and uh, Elder Scrolls. And uh, Grizzly, do you want to give me the breakdown, mate? You got that there? Of course, mate. We had Wolfenstein at the bottom scoring 0%. Damn! Get retracted. Followed closely by Doom with 20%, yep. Fallout with 25%, Elder Scrolls, no surprises in my mind here, Cap, up the top with 55% of the vote. Yeah, actually, um, I'm, I thought Fallout would have been a little bit higher in this. I will say that we, we only had 20 votes because Pav fucked the, the fucking timing with the how long the poll's up for again. <laughs> and thankfully, he didn't just delete it this time. Um, but Sorry. It, yeah, it's all good. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out next. We'll, we'll, one day we'll have a poll that runs for a bit longer than five hours. Uh, but, yeah, no, we appreciate everyone voting. If you'd like to vote in next week's poll, make sure you go and follow at uh, OGR Show um, or you just look up Oceanic Gaming Radio on Twitter. I'm sure you'll find us. Uh, but, yeah, no, definitely didn't surprise me either, Grizz. I did think maybe Fallout might have a little bit more uh, slice of the pie. But, yeah, I mean, everyone fucking scrolls, don't they, Grizz? They do, mate. What did you There's choose an out Elder of there? Elder Scrolls game for everyone. Elder Scrolls, I did. Yep. Yep. I actually yep. chucked another one in the rink because my favourite Bethesda game in recent memory is mm. the 2017 Prey game that they made, um, which I think Arcane Studios put that one together. I'll tell you what, mm. one of the best, most underrated fucking space games ever created. Really? I haven't yeah. played it. It's a fucking ripper. Psychological thriller, space game. Um, yeah, dude, it's 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 unreal. Like, you, you play this guy who's going through the space station that's been overrun by these things called mimics that mimic things in, in the world, like coffee cups and stuff, and all of a sudden they're yeah. fucking like, you know, going after you. <laughs> um, and there's all this overarching right. story with, you know, why are you on this space station and what's going on and what, why are these fucking things here? What's happened? Like, you know, the whole space station's abandoned and... Yeah, it's 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 really cool. They do a lot of stuff with like physics. So um, I'm trying to think of like a good example, but I mean, you know, they have like um, like a gun that shoots like adhesive on the wall that you can use to make staircases and shit like that. It's just very very well done. Very very well done game. If if you get a chance, guys, just go and go and give it a, a crack because it's it's probably worth fucking five bucks or some shit. And it's it's such a money well spent, man. One of my favorite games of all time. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, anyways, moving along, Grizzly Gaming 86. Uh, yes, what do we got? Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, so Game Freak, um, who are developers that work on um, on Pokemon, uh, they are currently implementing an optional four-day work week, uh, giving I'm employees an extra yeah. day off. Because the amount of freaking content we see Pokemon games. How, mate? How? Oh, they, you know what? They probably just banked it for years to come and they go, and fuck it, guys. Take an extra day off. All good. No worries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, dude, I, I want this. Sounds yeah. fucking great. Um, I love yeah. the idea. I, I was talking to Mira the other day. I was just like, you know, two days is just not quite enough. And three days is kind of like the perfect amount where you're, you're not anxious to go back into work again because you're still off work. Whereas like four days or more, you're kind of like, oh, I don't want to go back to work. Whereas three days, you've had just enough time, a couple of days to do your shit, extra day off. You know, I feel like three days, the four day work week, man, I'm a fucking, I put my fucking hand up, baby. I want that. Give it to me. Um, what do you reckon, mate? I'm with you, you? I'm with you, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Four day work week. I mean, I do, I do worry that, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like that there's always this um, constant pressure on game devs when it comes down to the pinch where yeah. they're 
trying to force them to do more work. And I don't know this, if you can make it, if you can be proactive, maybe. Um, oh, dude, game, I think it's better. a brilliant, brilliant thing for a game dev to actually come out and, and offer this to, like you said, like a lot of game devs just do like 70 hour work weeks and get absolutely smacked in the face with, mm. with, um, with work tasks. But um, yeah, I mean, Hey, that's, this is awesome. And hopefully maybe other industries um, implement stuff like this, but very fucking interesting. All right. Moving along. Grizzly gaming 86. Bethesda is bringing its classic games to steam for free. No cost at all. Um, they're bringing oh the old school God. elder scroll game in as well as Daggerfall Arena and others. I don't know what the and others are. I'm pretty sure that's the only ones they got, but uh, there you go. <laughs> um, do those games suck, Cap? Um, to be honest, I have never played any of them. My okay. first Elder Scrolls uh, was Morrowind, um, mm-hmm. and I wish it was my last because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the rest fucking suck. Oblivion's not too bad. <laughs> Skyrim's a piece of shit. I hate it. Uh, boring. Uh, but, yeah, what do you reckon, Grizz? Would you go and give these a crack? Probably not, mate. Probably yeah. not. I don't know. I just, I just, uh, games date, man. And I've played Elden yeah. Ring. I can never go back to other things and, and look at them <laughs> in the same light. <laughs> what about Elden Ring 1? Yeah. Would you go and play the classic version of that? <laughs> I don't know what I'm fucking saying, dude. Don't worry. Dark Souls 1? Yeah. Actually, that would be Elden Ring 1. Um, okay, yeah, I don't know. Look, I'm looking at the screenshots for the Elder Scrolls games, and I, I have seen them played before, but... Have you? What are they uh, yeah, like? they're a bit... Um, I mean, they kind of... Like, all the sprites are kind of oh, 2D. Yeah, I have too. Yeah, yeah, 2D, 3D. Dude, I think I've played some of these before. You probably have. Oh, my God, yeah. I've never played them uh, before, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. They uh, apparently... Uh, you apparently can play a Unity version of um, Daggerfall, which kind of updates it a little bit and gives it some nice, um, nicer, more higher def sprites and stuff. But it, it's still pretty classic gaming. I mean, if you're not into classic old school gaming, you're probably not going to really give a shit about this. Mm. Which, uh, I mean, you're not into classic old school gaming, mate. You've never played Mario in your life. I like retro games, certain ones. I actually think that certain consoles and things... Uh, how, how do I put this without pissing people off? All right. Super Nintendo games um, have aged well. Nintendo 64 games have not aged well, in my opinion. And that's actually a really good point. I was thinking about this the other day, and it's funny you should bring it up because it's it's literally just the the the, the dimension divide, yeah. isn't it? As soon as you add that third dimension, and obviously we are so spoiled for 3D games now, um, and 2D games kind of are timeless just because of the fact that you you know, you can kind of get away with the art style and, and pixel gaming and all that kind of shit. But yeah, 3D games, you're right. Like you look at um, some of the older so I games. Feel, I feel like old PC games that are like kind of 3D like that. Like I just don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and play it. No, I'm the same, dude. Game. I I am a sucker for just sticking with new stuff because I'm, I just love new games because that's what I like to play. You know, like I love the mm. maximum immersion and stuff. I still, I still like some older stuff, but mm. much rather play Elden Ring, for example. Yeah, ever played that game, mate? It's pretty good. Um, Elden Ring, Ooh. yeah, rip a game. Um, yeah. So, all right, uh, moving along. Grizzly Gaming eighty six. Um, you can now move your uh, Bethesda launcher games to Steam. Um, you know, all those classic um, Elder Scrolls games you've got on your Bethesda launching grids? 
Have you, did you even know there was a fucking Bethesda launcher? Look, I fucking did, but I completely forgot that it existed um, for until yeah. this this story came out. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, mm. I don't even know what they had on it. There was no. I, I'm pretty sure you could get all these games on Steam anyway, or the majority of them. Do people need to go do this if they don't want to lose their fallouts and whatnot, Cap? Or what's um, the I here? think so. Um, they're retiring the Bethesda launcher and moving to Steam. Here's everything you're going to want to know, and here's what you expect when you migrate your games. Um, look, I'm not going to open this. I'm sure people will go on. They're sunsetting the launcher, so I'd assume you'd have to, Grizz. I don't know Maybe how you get games otherwise. Check it out. Maybe I yeah. should go check it out, make sure. I don't reckon you'll have anything on there, mate, because I don't have anything Probably on there. Not. Probably not. I, I don't ever remember using a Bethesda launcher, and I imagine it was a buggy piece of shit anyway. But, I think um, the Bethesda launcher might have come out roughly with Fallout 76-ish. Okay. Yep. So... To give you a rough idea, and if you didn't play that, then you probably didn't use the Bethesda launcher. So I don't know. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it. yeah. Mm. No, nah, fuck it. Anyways, moving okay. along. Uh, the Australian PlayStation Plus Extra and Deluxe pricing and release dates have been revealed. That's the new uh, PlayStation Plus tier system that PlayStation recently announced. Uh, so you'll have the essential tier, uh, the extra tier, and the deluxe tier. Uh, now, one mm -hmm. thing to note that, uh, is that Australia doesn't have access to the stream, uh, the what is it, PS Now stream gaming shit yeah. for older titles, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. just because they don't have the infrastructure here in Australia and they're not willing to put it in here because we probably don't make them enough money. It's just simple economics, baby. Um, so they are giving us um, a bunch of PS1, PS2 and PSP classics that can be downloaded in the final tier. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, but yeah, so the first tier, the plus essential tier, uh, you can buy one month for 12 bucks, three months for $34 or 12 months for $80. So you really do get your bang for buck for your 12 month yeah. subscription. Absolutely. That's yep. just your base level um, subscription as well. That's, That's still quite expensive, Cap, is it? Or is that an aligned with... That's about um, the same as it's always been, mate. 12 bucks-ish. Yeah, ish. Okay. I can't quite remember. It just comes out of my bank every so often and I go, oh, there it is. There it goes again. Um, so, yeah, there you go. So, anyways, that's the first tier. 12. Okay, so just give you uh, some... Uh, yeah, okay. Well, hang on. We'll just go through the thing. Uh, Australia PlayStation Plus extra pricing. So, this is the second tier. Um, so you'll get the previous tier, which includes two free games per month and access to online play. You'll get that tier, which is the previous tier, plus the police play PlayStation plus extra tier. Um, this jargon is going to fucking kill me. Um, the, yeah, you get the, you get the previous shit plus 400 downloadable PS five and four games, including the likes of Returnal and Spider-Man miles Morales. Ooh, now the pricing structure for this tier is $19 AUD. I'm rounding up by the way, um, 55 AUD for three months or 140 or 135 bucks for 12 months. So it's a bit more expensive to sort of, you know, because you got the extra games and shit. Um, but there you go. So the previous tier for one month was 12 bucks. This tier is $19. All right. And the final tier. Sorry, did you want to say something, Chris? I was just going to say that that to me feels quite expensive. It is. I agree. Um, 20 bucks a month, mate. Whew. You might argue that you'd just buy the 12 months for 140 bucks, which would be, what is it, almost 100 bucks cheaper than you buying it monthly, um, which is where I think Sony PlayStation is going all in on is trying to get people to buy year-long subscriptions. 
Um, I think they are, man. I'm with you. Yeah, but um, okay. And the, the final tier, uh, the deluxe, which has all the previous tiers. Um, so the free games, your online play, 400 downloadable PS4 and PS5 games. Plus you get hundreds, access to hundreds of PS1, PS2 and PSP classics that can be downloaded. PS3 games not included in this tier of deluxe because they use the streaming service to play the PS3 games. This tier is going to cost you $22. So that's an extra four, uh, $3 from the previous tier, uh, $64 for three months or $155 for 12 months. So a little bit more expensive, but not by much really. Um, almost to the point where you may as well just buy that tier if you're going to get the previous tier, um, especially with that kind of pricing. I mean, yeah, the, the extra pricing. So, you know, 19 bucks a month for a single month at a time is a lot of money, Grizz, for yeah. for what is effectively Absolutely. a streaming service. Well, I mean, what's, that, like... what's, what's Xbox Game Pass? I don't know, but it's cheaper than that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely cheaper than that. I think it's about $14 or something, but... Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It definitely seems like a bit of a better deal. Um, and it definitely seems like Sony's really pushing to get you guys to buy a, a year-long subscription. Yep. You know, you're saving literally hundreds of dollars. Um, you know, for example, for the for the um, the first tier, uh, you're getting, uh, what is it, 80 bucks for 12 months or otherwise if you're paying per month, you'd be get, you'd be paying... What's that? Hundred and fucking like fifty bucks or hundred and sixty bucks or something. So you're saving like, I don't know, seventy, eighty bucks. bucks. Yeah, basically, Jim's, basically you're better off, right? Jim's come out and said ultimate PC and Xbox is about seventeen a month, and that's for the ultimate. So it's, it's it, ultimate is cheaper than this, which is interesting. <laughs> you think yeah. uh, PlayStation would try and come in under their um, Xbox's most expensive tier of of stuff, but they they did not. Uh, but yeah, anyways, there you go. You can go and find that pricing on um, PlayStation's blog or just, you know, Google it or some shit. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Uh, Twitch streamer XQC breaks viewership record thanks to the Overwatch 2 beta. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, they misspelled Overwatch 1.2 here, Chris. Um, it's a bit weird. Uh, <laughs> so, Cap, he yep. exceeded 300,000 concurrent view viewers while playing the Overwatch 2 beta. I just want to point out something a little bit interesting here, Capo. Yeah. In that... This is fucking XQC, right? This isn't like the Worlds for League of Legends or the International for Dota 2. Yeah, this or... is just some bloke in his bedroom. This is just some bloke playing Overwatch 2 beta, which is pretty surprising to me. It's not yeah. like some fucking big tournament or something. So that's, that's pretty that's pretty, that's pretty huge. I wonder what he's making ad revenue, mate, having oh, 300,000. Must be mega fucking dollars, dude. I always wonder what people <laughs> see in, in streamers like him. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't know what people say, but I'm sure he's probably interesting to some degree. Um, Pav, Pav knows. What, what's up, oh, Pav? I uh, don't know the answer to that, but just fun fact. Uh, on average, there's usually 20% of Twitch's current uh, viewer base watching XQC Live. Dude, that is out of control. So, uh, like a crazy number like that, yeah. Wow. Holy fun fact, shit. Wow. Well, that is a fun fact. Um, very interesting. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Well, yeah, he's, um, he's, he's breaking freaking records. So congratulations, XQC. Enjoy your next payout, mate. Uh, moving along, PS5 VRR supports finally coming this week, which was last week. 
um, mm-hmm. select games receiving extra optimization uh, in the wake of this. Uh, so VRR allows the refresh rate to adjust in real time while using TVs and games that support VIR, which stands for variable refresh rate. Results mm. may uh, will vary depending on the TV you're using, Grizzly Gaming. Very cool, very hip, mate. This yeah. is good because there's a lot of titles that came, I believe, to PS5 that were migrated from PS4 that didn't have this. So they still kind of look like shit. Whereas now this update should fix some of that, making things look a bit better. Absolutely. Yeah, mm. um, I think I think the whole variable refresh rate thing is, is brilliant because obviously you know, the game and the monitor move together to, you know, try and find that optimal kind of viewing, um, you know, uh, environment. So, yeah, I mean, it's great. And also, I mean, it looks like they've um, included a bunch of uh, support for certain games, for example, Astro's Playroom, uh, The Call of Duties, Destiny 2, a bunch of other shit, Resident Evil Village, um, Spider-Man, uh, Tony Tina's Wonderlands, which came out recently. Um, yeah, so yeah, if, if if any of those go on and you've got a VAR VRR monitor, go and um go and get stuck in. Um, yes, and the final the final news item for tonight, Grizzly. Um, following delays, Final Fantasy 16, the latest iteration, is near the end of development. Producer says. Wow. Producer says it's kind of like Simon says. You know how the says, old Final Fantasy games capped like Final Fantasy eight and seven and all those would be like ten discs for your PlayStation two. Is it? Yeah. Are we gonna re- we're gonna reach like are these Final, Final Fantasy sixteen gonna have require like ten PCs to run? No, oh maybe <laughs> <laughs> ten PCs. Yeah, what are you doing this weekend, mate? I need to borrow your PC to play a fucking video game. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. But um, I am quite excited for this game. Just, I, oh, yeah. I really, yeah. I, I really liked the the most recent Final Fantasy iteration, number fifteen, with the blokes mm. in the car driving down the fucking road. And Did you? Okay, I, I, I didn't play it, but I, I quite it enjoyed it. Uh, it was yeah. super kitsch and just like cringy, but there, you know, mm. there were some really good moments in that game. And I think if uh, I've kind of got the vibe that they're maybe going a little bit more. Soulsy with this one as well, kind of that um, putting a little bit more difficulty in there, and I don't know, just it, it looks good. Like what what I've seen so far of the trailers and stuff, um, I think they're leaning quite heavily into the story stuff, maybe making it a bit more sprawling. Um, yeah, Ring I don't know. Sixteen, you say, Cap? Elden Ring sixteen, my favorite of the Elden Ring fantasy games. <laughs> um, but yeah, looks looks pretty fucking good. So yeah, I guess we'll hopefully see some more information on that soon. Who knows when it's coming out? There was no real information on that in this news article. Um, oh, hang on. Uh, Yoshida also claimed in October 2021 that... Uh, okay, don't ignore me. Don't worry about it. Um, that's last year. Uh, but yeah, our next big reveal won't occur until spring 2020, 2022. What's spring 2022 for US? That'll be autumn for us. So, wait, that's now, isn't it? Oh, it's the other side. I'm not good with um, seasons, mate. Yeah. Pavs knows what's up. Yeah, it's currently spring 22. Is it? No. For for US. It's autumn, isn't it? Oh, it is. US. It is currently US spring 22, right? Right. Okay, so maybe we'll, we'll find some more information soon, which I'm fucking keen on. Yeah, sick. All right, that sounds good. Well, that fucking wraps everything up. Lock her Ooh. in. Ladies That's and gentlemen, thank you. 
Yeah, no, that was great. Um, thanks for hanging out. Really appreciate you uh, being here in the Twitch chat, which if you're listening from home, you can come and do every Monday night from around 7 p.m. Australian Western Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Oceanic Gaming Radio. Uh, you can follow us there. You can also come and follow us on uh, Twitter um, at OGR Show or just uh, Google Oceanic Gaming Radio. You'll find us there as well. You can also join our Discord uh, and come and chat to um, myself and Grizz, who are insanely um, active in that Discord, very active. We post every minimum 10 minutes, minimum. Yeah. Absolutely, we, we post all the time. No, it, is, it actually is very active, so get in there. And like Pav says, we're going to start playing games out of there, aren't we, Pav? Yeah. Uh, definitely, especially uh, you and I want to potentially do a couple extra streams, potentially, during the week. Yeah, yeah we should, so, should organize that. Yeah, so we can always, uh, yeah, we can always do some stuff with community. Absolutely. Cool. And if you're playing Final Fantasy Online and you want to um, send me thousands of dollars in there, um, yeah, just feel free to jump in the Discord and add me. Um, other than that, uh, we just want to thank our Patreons, um, Sukai, uh, Moosey, Ho and Honey, and Bogues. I believe they're all still patreons and we don't have any more um guys thank you so much for supporting the show we really bloody appreciate it and if you would like to support the show as well and help us pay all these terrible debts to the podcast gods um you can do so by going to patreon and looking up oceanic gaming radio and selecting the tier that you would like to support us with uh final things to say have i missed anything no basis you will catch us next week, same time, same place. Keep an eye on your favourite podcasting app if you listen to us uh, during your work commute or whatever. One final thing I'd like to say is, again, guys, I'm going to keep saying this every fucking week, tell one of your friends about us. Just one, all right? Go on. If you think someone might enjoy this podcast, tell them about it and um, get us in their ears and hopefully they'll do the same and so on and so forth and organically we will If you haven't got grow. any friends, tell your mum yep. or your enemies. She'll love us. Um, <laughs> got him. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. And we'll see you next time on Oceanic Gaming Radio.